We could be true American heroes. Don't you love your country? You can't spell America without Erica. the upside down podcast this is ash this is tori and guys as of recording this it is six days until the trailer six and days. as of airing it will be three days as of listening to this and there is a lot to talk about first of all we've got to talk about that final trailer that came out that was kind of depressing yeah then we've got to talk about the fun fair commercial mayor klein's fun fair and then lastly we can't forget about the clip that features priya our favorite erica finally you can't spell america without erica guys there couldn't be anything more true But first, before we get to all of that, we have a couple of other things we want to tell you. So everybody knows that the Nike drop happened. They are doing a special collection edition. If you were one of the few who got them, congratulations. And if you were like us and you did not, womp, womp. But just remember that there will be another drop on July 1st. And here's a pro tip from us to you. If you're someone who really, really wants these, you should download Nike's sneakers app because they seem to give preferential treatment to those people. A lot of people were locked out of the site the day that it happened. And I was able to get in quite easily. And I almost ordered the green, what are they called? Trade wins? I don't know. I've been calling them the runners. They're the ones that Caleb and Sadie have. But they had suede on them. And Tori and I do not wear leather. Ooh. So I was very upset because I really wanted those. Actually, I guess we do wear leather. Our policy is that we don't spend our own money on it. But if someone gifts us with it, yeah, we don't want to be. wants to buy us we don't want dollars shoes, we're not going to say no. $120 shoes. Oh, we don't want to be rude. I noticed that Sadie was wearing a pair in an interview. And I thought, she's wearing leather shoes. But then I thought, maybe. Actually, Tori thought maybe they made her a special vegan pair. Those shoes are amazing and we're really bummed. And I looked at the ones that are dropping on July 1st and it also looks like they're pure leather. So womp womp. Uh, You'll have to gift those to us if you want us to have them. Next, we want to talk about something that's very super exciting. On June 11th, we were contacted by Madame Tussauds Wax Museum in New York City and they were giving us a VIP invite for a private event to be held on June 13th. Now, we actually knew about this a little bit ahead of time because you guys know Extra Brooke and Gayton Standen Brooke, she messaged us and said, hey, I got this invite for this thing and it's pretty cool. And then we got home and we had the same invite. So it was billed as a secret event for brand new technology making Stranger Things characters into wax, but that we could invite people to it. So what I did was I put out a call on our social media, which we told you about in the last episode. And I said, if you live in New York, please DM us. And I said, seriously, DM us, seriously, seriously. And we got about 15 DMs and only about six people that we could actually send. And um, we could have sent more, but we just, nobody reached out to us. It turned out to be a surprise meet and greet for the Jimmy Fallon show. It was a sketch that they filmed. Steve should have been there. That's all I'm going to say. I would have flown to New York if I thought Steve was going to be there. I mean, I had a big idea that the cast were going to be there. And so I was trying to look for people that were hardcore Stranger Things fans. But it's surprising because there's all these mega accounts and they have so many followers. But we were trying to give fans the dream of a lifetime. And we got 15 messages. And I couldn't send a couple of you because you were minors, like real minors, like nine-year-olds. And. I was like, I need to connect with your parents somehow. And there just wasn't enough time. I mean, we were notified on the 11th. The event was happening the 13th. And we had to submit all of the info by the 12th, which we did with Brooke's help. So thank you. Shout out to Brooke. And Brooke, shout out to Brooke. She wore the Upside Down podcast t-shirt and it was on air. That's just amazing. It was so thrilling for us. And it was cool to watch because I actually recognized about six of the people that we sent. And that was exciting. One of the main ones was uh, from Stranger Things. You guys know we interviewed him, Jonathan, a while back. And he was the one wearing the black t-shirt. 
shirt that said Justice for Barb that Jimmy Fallon said, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Justice for Barb. So it was really fun to be able to send you guys to that. And we're so glad that you had a good time. And luckily, we got some audio clips of those experiences for you guys. So we're going to play them for you right now. Here is Brooke right after she went to the experience. Hey, Upside Down Podcast. It's Brooke. I'm coming to you live from Times Square. I just had to experience the craziest thing ever probably ever to happen to me I had gotten invited to go to this exclusive opening of the Stranger Things exhibit at Madame Tussauds in Times Square so we get there at 11 a.m. I brought my friend Adam and my friend Hannah and we got to go through the whole exhibit at Madame Tussauds and then at the very end they were like okay we're about to take you down to the Stranger Things exhibit. So if we can take your stuff, there's a lot of things happening. We don't want you to drop everything. So we'll just hold on to it for you and we'll take you down. So they take us down and they bring us into this room. (laughs) It was super foggy and they take us in and it's the Stranger Things kids. And they told us to sit on the bench and it's the wax figures, so we think, of the kids. And so we take a picture and they're like, okay, turn around and be, act like you're scared of the Demogorgon. So we turn around and do a pose. And they're like, okay, can you do that one more time? And we turn around again and the kids are in a different position. Like the wax figures move. And I was like, wait, they just moved into a different position. This whole time I'm like, wow, it looks so real. Oh my gosh. And then... <laughs> The kids go surprise and it was really them. It was the whole cast. And then I because I worked on the second season, like they totally remembered me and they were freaking out. And uh, Sadie was like, you're broke, right? And I'm like, yeah. And so we were all hugging and like they're like, did you know? Did you know? And I was like, I was like, no, I had no idea. And I mean, like I kind of had an idea because they're, they've been doing press all week for the for season three in New York. So I was like, maybe they'll be at the exhibit too. Like, that'd be so cool. Had no idea, like, we were getting ourselves into that. And so they surprised us. They pretended to be wax figures. And then in walks Jimmy Fallon, dressed as Barb. And then I black out because I'm obsessed with The Tonight Show. I actually do a parody version of The Tonight Show at a comedy club here. And the guy, Adam, that came with me, he does the impression of Jimmy Fallon. So we're like huge fans of the show. And so turns out they just surprised us for a bit on The Tonight Show. And it was like the craziest full circle moment. I can't believe all that happened. And I can't wait to watch the show. Um, Hope I make the cut. Even if I don't. I'm supposed to get pictures of the whole thing um, to know that it really happened. So, (laughs) yeah, it was the craziest experience. And I'm so excited to go see the new exhibit, like the full real exhibit at Madame Tussauds, if there even is one. But I'm so excited for season three. I I still can't even process all that just happened. It literally felt like a dream. Like you walk in a room and it was all foggy and the kids are there and I'm like wow it looks so real and then we're all celebrating and then Jimmy Fallon comes in he's like hi I'm Jimmy Fallon I'm like I know I'm your biggest fan and he's like oh thanks pal oh my gosh like I don't even know I have no words like that just happened and it was the coolest freaking thing ever of my life so yeah I wish that Ash and Tori got to be here for that and yeah stay tuned for the tonight show (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. Bye. 
Oh, I forgot to mention that I totally shouted out the Upside Down podcast because the kids were like, how did you know? And I was like, oh, I just got to come here and I'm representing the Upside Down podcast. And I showed them the shirt I have on and they were like, oh, yeah, cool. So shout out to you guys. I hope you make it on The Tonight Show and more people will tune in to you guys. I'm so excited. Uh, this is going to be an amazing season three. Uh. I love how uh, Brooke... I wish I was there. I know. I love how Brooke is always giving us shout outs and always propping us up. But they put her on the thing. Yeah. Uh, she wasn't sure she was going to get to air because she told them that she was an extra. So she got kind of worried about that. And one of our fans told me that she could tell right away that they were wax and she said it. And I think that's why she didn't get she didn't get on the air because she was like, oh, hi, I see Sadie moving. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, you should have just faked out. But yeah. So here is John, who is from Stranger Things and also... Also, he brought Rachel, who plays Joyce in Stranger Things, the musical. Okay, so Rachel and I and a couple of my friends got invited to do this um, surprise. Uh, it was for the fans. It was through Madame Tussauds, and they were going to open up an exhibit. They were opening an exhibit, and it was going to be an, an exclusive for the fans. Yeah, and we didn't know a whole lot about it, except that it was opening in a couple weeks, and they were kind of letting us go in individually. And uh, they were really excited about my group because we're huge fans. And so um, when we got to Madame Tussauds, it was like 10 in the morning, and they said that they were going to push us through in group so that we could have um, kind of like our own individual experience. Like uh, they didn't, you know, want to have people just walking around they wanted to kind of like let each group go through on their own and so and they knew that we we had they had had to send in a video of why we were stranger things fans and so a lot of our small group had all mentioned that we worked on stranger things and so they kind of put us together and they were like oh yeah you're the stranger things people will let you go in and that would be really exciting so we walked through madame tussauds they gave us like a little tour of the place um and um we got to the part where they were going to take us to the Stranger Things exhibit, which was kind of off limits from everyone else in the museum. And they sent us down and they, they said, first of all, we're not going to let you uh, take, phone, uh, take your pictures with your phone. Um, but we have a photo op place that will uh, have like a professional photographer taking photos. So we walk in there and it's basically, they've taken us through the whole museum and it's like, uh, they introduce us to the tour guide. They're like, hey, this is, you know, she's going to take you through this, this really amazing exhibit. And it's this, they kept saying, they're like, it's this brand new technology. It's so lifelike. So we kind of a little bit were like, okay, that's great. <laughs> so we walk in the room and it's basically, it's all six of the kids are all, are all saying they're like, it's the, their first season outfits. And I walk in and I, I immediately notice Millie, uh, Bobby Brown as 11. And I'm like, I kind of am a, a little bit like, okay, I just, I, I don't like wax figures. So I'm just going to go sit down on the bench. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to think about these wax figures potentially coming to life. I'm just going to go sit down. So they have a cameraman telling us, Hey guys, uh, go ahead and go sit down. We'll do a photo op really quick. And um, so we sit there, we take the photo, and um, over my shoulder, I suddenly see Caleb coming up to me and saying, hey, can we take a picture? And I turn around, and it all six all of six the kids of and then have also, come to life, and they are the actual actors in their season one costumes. The actual season one costume, And then we see Jimmy Fallon in the corner, dressed as Barb, and, that, and, <laughs> and we lose our mind. What was funny is when I walked in the room, the first thing that I saw was Barb 
and Barb was like facing away, which I thought was kind of weird. I think the I think Barb was like facing this like Demogorgon statue, and so I was like, that's so weird. Why is like Barb not in the picture or whatever? Um, and I also assume that there's more of an exhibit moving on, and we just haven't gotten to it yet. So. Anyway. Uh, so they basically, we got to talk to all of them. They all hugged all of us. All six of the kids. All six yeah. of the kids and Jimmy Fallon. We got to talk to them for a while, which was amazing. Um, they they knew, they were like, are you guys the, are you guys the ones with the musical? Are you the guys with the musical group? And we all were like, yes, how do you know? Um, so they were honestly the kindest, 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 sweetest kids in the world. So wonderful. Jimmy Fallon was so fun. And so we got to then take a big group picture with them. And it was uh, it was quite overwhelming. <laughs> so overwhelming. I mean, I would have freaked out if we had spent time with one of them, but all six of them were there, and, and it was <laughs> it was insane. So, anyway, we're excited to see our reactions because I kind of blacked out a little bit. I very much blacked out. And um, I can't wait for you guys to see the video. It's really funny. Yeah, thank you guys so much. So good. Jonathan actually told me that Millie asked them to sing uh, a set from Stranger Things the musical, and so they got to sing a little bit for oh, her. that's cute. I wanted that to air for them so badly because that would have been great press for the show, but I think just knowing that she heard it and she saw it, and the other cats were there too, I think that was amazing. Maybe somebody recorded it and they'll get a copy because they're each supposed to get press photos, and um, I don't know if they're getting copies of the video. I don't know how that works, but... And we I mean, they can just download it from YouTube. <laughs> we also have a stranger that we sent who drew a shirt for us a while back. It's the one where Tori and I look like Dustin and Mike in the AV club room in season one. And here is her clip. Hi, Upside Down Podcast. It's Noemi and I'm uh, sending this from New York. A few days ago, I just had the most amazing and incredible experience of my life. Thanks to you. It was sort of a dream come true in many different ways. Thanks to you, I was successfully pranked by Jimmy Fallon and the kids from Stranger Things for Jimmy's segment on his Tonight Show. So you sent me this message saying that you had something special for people living in New York and I replied and then you put me in contact with that person and I was told that it was an event a special exhibit at the Madame Tussauds Museum in New York and so I was very excited because it was... <laughs> an exclusive exhibit and I knew that the cast was in town so I was thinking oh maybe they'll be there you know so I brought a friend and we went there to the museum at 11 <laughs> um, and when we got there they were saying oh are you here for the 11 a.m. exhibit and we were saying like yeah so we were only a group of 10 people and they told us to walk through the museum and that the special exhibit was at the end. So that's what we did. We walked for maybe 30 minutes through the museum. We did a quick visit. Then we got to a sort of dead end. And they kept on telling us all throughout the visit, oh, you'll see, we have now a super new technology to make wax figures. And so they look super realistic. Also, don't take your phones in there because there's like a professional photographer and he'll take pictures of you. Don't worry. Um, yeah, don't tell anyone about this. It's a secret because the exhibit only comes out um, right before the third season comes out. So we really felt like special and <laughs> as if it was really exclusive. So yeah, then we waited and we were only 10 people. So they could put us in groups of four. And so everyone went before us 
we waited for maybe like 15 minutes and then they went to get me and my friend and we were the last people and so they took us to this the end of the museum and we waited for maybe another 30 seconds and we got in front of this these stairs and there were lots of security and bodyguards in front of the room, which is something that I found a bit weird because it was just an exhibit, so I didn't really understand why. And then they put us in front of this curtain and they said, go ahead, open it. So we opened it and then walked inside of the room. There was nothing inside of the room. So I was thinking, ah, oh, okay, nice exhibit, you know, but there were the six figures, the six wax figures of Eleven, Will, Mike, Max, Dustin and Lucas just in front of us and so right when i saw this i was like oh that's them that's the whole cast those are not figures they looked super real though so i was really confused so i walked over to them and i sadie was the one that looked the most real i mean the realest so i was staring at her face but they did such a good job at doing makeup that it just looked like wax figures but at the same time everything was kind of wobbly and everyone was kind of like breathing and so I was really confused I was like am I imagining this what's going on so I just kept on staring at her face and then I just said I love you guys you guys are so cool because I knew that it was them um but also I knew like maybe 99% I wasn't entirely sure so then they were they told us to uh stand next to them because they were going to take a picture so they said one two three and at three i felt hands on my back and i turned around and it was the whole cast not wax figures the whole cast that had just jumped on us and then i realized what are the chances of me being locked in a room with my favorite people ever right that is the luckiest day of my entire life so we just started talking and uh hugging and they were all like giving me high fives and everyone was so nice and sweet and it was it was just amazing and maybe two minutes in a tall person walked over to us dressed as barb and was just like hi i'm jimmy yep jimmy fallon so jimmy fallon was there as well um and we shared the same birthday, so I told him, and he was so excited. Um, yeah, and then we talked some more with everyone, and we just... Then it was over, and we just left, and it was incredible. It was... I couldn't believe it. I still cannot believe it, because the, the episode hasn't aired yet, and I cannot tell anyone. So I literally do not have any proof of it. And it feels like it's a dream and that I'm crazy because nothing, because I don't have any proof that it actually happened. So um, I just wanted to thank you for making this possible. It was, I honestly had no clue that such a crazy thing would happen ever in my life. <laughs> so thank you so much and good luck for your show and for everything you're doing. Thank you. Bye. I really liked hers because she really is so honest with saying how she walked in and she knew that they were going to be there and then she saw Sadie moving. But the thing that was interesting about it was that she said even though she knew that they were real, her brain couldn't comprehend that they right. were real. And so she was like, no, this can't, they, are they wax? No, they can't be here. But she knew they were in New York. So it's really funny to listen to that clip because she's just kind of wavering between, I know they're real. There's no way that's wax. But also like, there's no way this is, <laughs> this is really them. And we we were glad to give you that experience so I'm glad that you had a lot of fun and we have one more from a stranger who is a new follower of ours but you know she DM'd us and I thought let's send her 
Hi, Upside Down Podcast. I'm Gita, and I'm going to be talking about my experience at the Stranger Things, the so-called Madame Tussauds exhibit. So, sneak peek. Hmm. Uh, so, I was, you know, I found it on the story, the Instagram story, and my friend Noemi and I both decided to go. And so the day we got both con- got confirmed, and so the day of, it was raining, and got there and I was really excited also to meet her because I'd never actually met her in real life and now we're very close so it's partly partly because of Stranger Things so thank you um so we got there and we were put you know I saw her inside and I there was a really long line as usual and so I didn't know whether I should get online or not and so I, I just said I was you know there for a special event and you know we both got you know we signed in or whatever and got put to the side and you know it ended up being around 15 of us there so we got taken on a tour of a lot of the museum and we ended up waiting right outside of one of the theaters I guess and we were put into groups of who we came with so it was just the two of us and we were last and so once everyone was gone I was you know we were told that we'd be um, maneuvering you know through trees and stuff and it, you know it'd be this whole thing so they'd take our bags and that there would be a photographer that would take photos for us and stuff. (laughs) It was a bunch of, you know. And so we got taken in, you know, through the door, and there was a stairwell, and we were, you know, talking about it with the people um, working there, and they turned out to be Jimmy Fallon's staff, you know, Tonight Show staff, (laughs) a lot of them. But it was awesome. And so we, you know, we were waiting upstairs and downstairs. There were a bunch of security guards waiting and people. Oh, and so we we went downstairs, and there was this... You know, other person, she was like, are you guys excited to do this? You know, and but we were right in front of the Project Runway um, exhibit. So I thought we'd go through there to get there to the Stranger Things one. Because I still thought it would be a Stranger Things exhibit. There's a black curtain in front of us with lights. And there was um, two security guards sitting in front of it. And they opened the curtain. And there was Gaten, Finn, Millie, Noah, Caleb, and Sadie all standing as wax figures. And there was, you know, cameras and stuff and, you know, crew and, you know, kind of a, you know, the woods and, you know, whatever background. There weren't trees at all. It was just the wallpaper, I guess. And then there were, you know, there was a bike next to it, you know, as a set right next to Gaten. And, oh, my gosh. And so Sadie, with, I think Sadie gave it away, maybe, because she, they were all in character. Eleven, Millie was wearing the wig. But there was also Sadie as Max, obviously. And so I was a little confused. I was like, hmm. You know, you'd think that she'd have, you know, the the curly hair if Max was in this. But I was just so completely, you know, I was doubting everything. Because I think I saw someone blink. I'm not sure whether it was Caleb or Sadie because they were the two people that were right in front of me. And so I was looking at them like an idiot. Like, imagine being observed so closely. I was looking at them like hawk-eyed. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And, you know, we were taking photos. We were, you know, they were placing us, uh, Noemi and I, so we could... I guess be perfectly framed. And then, you know, we're taking photos, we're looking around, and I feel, and then there's a bunch of boo! And, and you know, someone, you know, pressed on my shoulders and everyone started jumping, and it was them. And I completely lost my cool. It was amazing. I, all of us, I, <laughs> I've been a fan of Stranger Things since early 2017, and I never thought this would happen. And it was so random, so I got to hug everyone, say hi to everyone, say thank you to everyone, and Jimmy Fallon comes out as Barb, and he's like, hi, I'm Jimmy, no, I'm Barb, and then 
I am Gita. I said, Gita. I'm Gita. And it was, I was a mess. I could not get anything out. I couldn't say thank you to, I mean, I said thank you, but I couldn't say anything specific. I wanted to talk to Gaten about work in progress. I wanted to talk to Finn about Calpurnia and and, and the Goldfinch because I did some extra work on that. I wanted to talk to Millie about just everything and and to Caleb about embrace your face and be your biggest fan, and Sadie about just like, oh, and Noah, and I just wanted to talk to them all for hours, but obviously you couldn't. So we had we had a pretty long time though. I think we had longer than others because we were the last ones. So we got to have hugs and we took photos. And it was just a great experience. And then afterwards we got to see them leaving. We said bye again. They were really sweet. And so I'm just really grateful that that I had that opportunity because I honestly don't know how lucky I was because I got to hug everyone. I'm sorry to Finn for stepping on your foot. Um, I really didn't mean to. I was wearing pointy boots that day and I love you all so much. Um, I hope I can talk to them more one day because they're just they hold they all just hold such such special places in my heart um and they're all just so sweet so thank you so much for this opportunity amazing i know one of the cool things about this podcast is that we get opportunities like this and we couldn't go because there was no way for us to get to new york in you know two days notice i mean i guess there is if we were rich people but we all had work and school and stuff so what was really thrilling for us was to be able to take people that have been supporting the podcast that we know are hardcore stranger things fans and send them um it was great and we have a couple more people that we sent but they didn't get audio into us but you know what they had a good time they messaged us directly we know that they had a great time and they're gonna post pictures soon so congratulations to everybody that got to do that i'm sure it was super thrilling and i'm glad that joe Carey wasn't there because tori would have lost her mind you would have lost your mind i would have been pissed i know this way you can be like i've met all those people uh i guess we haven't met sadie but soon one day one day so let's talk about the magnitude of content we got this week let's start off with the final too much too much content i wish i want it to be saved i want it to be special i feel like i've already seen the season we've seen the monster i feel like we said this last season too and then when we watched it we were surprised with a lot of things so i'm thinking that they're smart and maybe no, there's I mean, some I, it's still gonna be good and i'm still gonna love it but i kind of just like i don't know i want it to be special it's gonna be special it's gonna be so good so let's see let's go ahead and go through the final trailer it starts with the ominous music it's like it's bells or something it's like boom boom guys i nailed it great recreation actually <laughs> thank you uh kyle dixon michael stein beat it you've yeah. been replaced you've been replaced <laughs> i think they've heard my god it's just 11 so it starts with the ominous music which already kind of starts to give you this like creepy feeling on your skin and it opens on the fun fair the american flag mayor klein which we've seen we love him and then it shows rob and erica steve and dustin watching they're behind doors so you know something's happening and there's a neon glow and they all look very concerned and we've seen that press photo before but now we're actually seeing them together and then we start hearing the audio this is so funny because i had no idea that the narrator was billy oh my gosh (laughs) insert clip Wait, wait, wait. So this is Ash and Tori. It's about 10, I don't know, 15. And the last and final trailer for season three just came out. And I and was Ash like... I was so confused. She was like, why is the Demogorgon talking? Why are they talking? Not like I didn't know, but I didn't realize right. it was Billy. No, it's Dacre. I didn't realize it was Billy. Yeah, it's... Okay, so like at the end of season two, when they sweat 
the um the demogorgon or whatever out of will because yeah. he's talking for well he has basically. to find another i heard that but he has to find another host and then they yeah, showed billy. billy that's so obvious though i know but like i think it's gonna be good he's a really good actor so no I'm i know excited. but it makes sense now that you said he's the one who's like you let us in yeah and now no, I you have to let us immediately. stay immediately when the voice came <laughs> i was like oh that's Baker. i wasn't paying attention to that at all i kept waiting to find out what the green ooze was that they were showing because all day you guys know they've been showing the like you know um i think finn was the first post person to post his little yeah his but that's weird because i just didn't think it was going to be billy and i think that it was so obvious so little steve in the trailer literally you see it for like two (laughs) seconds i'm like i don't understand i need you to trust me I hate that. I was watching it with Josh, and he saw no one. He goes, oh, my God, he's so grown up. <laughs> and then he's talking, and he's like, what does he say? What if when he, we didn't lock him out, we let him in? <laughs> or like, like yeah. he sounds like a full-grown man. Anyway, that's our take. Bye. No idea. It was so funny because I was so kind of stressed about the music and just what was happening. And I was thinking to myself, I think I went to tour, and I was like, how is the Demogorgon talking? Yeah, I was like, actually, the Demogorgon <laughs> has not become literate. I don't know how She's to... like, it's Billy. It's Billy. And I think this is the first time that you scooped me because generally it's you and you're like, who? What? And I'm like, Tori. Yeah. But like this time, I just, I, I had no idea and then I went back and I was like oh of course it's Billy but he says you let us in oh no that's Lord. not a good Billy you try that's it a ter- I you can't. try Billy I come, can't. On. I can't. come on try it I can't. <laughs> okay then you're gonna have to deal with me guys you let us in no yours is too soft and sweet yeah I can't be a dude I can't you let no us. <laughs> What the hell was that? I mean, you like Vincent Price. What? You're not giving me a chance to show okay, them. Okay, go off. Guys, listen to my magic. You let him. <laughs> okay, whatever. I just spat all over Ashley's okay. keyboard. It's fine. We've got disinfected. So he says, you let us in. We see Mike, Will, Max, and Lucas on a couch, and they're looking at something, which is later revealed in, like, two seconds later to be Eleven in her blindfold. And then the narration continues, and now... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm just going to read it. And now you're going to have to let us stay. And then it's red and clouds and thunder and something. It's so ominous. It's so scary. And then we go to the Netflix logo. And then we see the end of season two where Eleven is closing the gate where she's on the little escalator. And she says, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) That was kind of good. I closed the gate. (laughs) That was pretty, okay. I should have stopped while I was ahead. And then it shows Steve and Dustin and Robin and Erica, and they're on a hill. They're running up, and I don't know if this part you can start to see the helicopters flying overhead, but it's a really quick clip. And then it shows them looking over the city and we hear a narration of Will saying, what if he never left? And then it shows Will in the movie theater and he's touching his neck. What touched his neck? Remember in season two, he has the prickling sensation when he can feel the like, I think it's like a connection or something with the, with the mind flare. Uh, We'll find out. We'll find out. So then it shows a close up of Will and Eleven. They're having a heart to heart, which I kind of like seeing them together because they're always kind of got this connection where she's talking with him in the upside down. Will Will Eleven. Eleven. (laughs) Uh, I was going to say, I love Will. No. No. (laughs) <laughs> Will Evan. Will Evan works much better. And Will says to Eleven, what if we locked him in here with us? He's going to have to attach himself to someone again. Then we go to the rats and they're running into a garage, which I actually screenshotted and looked up. It's Earlborn. It's E-R-L-M-B-O-R-N Steelworks. And I remember when they were filming that because this girl randomly posted, they're shooting at my dad's place. And I was like, where's your dad's place? Right. No, I didn't want to get her in trouble. And we see the rats running into there and then we see a flash of light and then it's Billy. Now, yes. 
yes, we are already going to answer what your questions are going to be. In the original trailer, everyone was like, Billy is the monster. And Tori and I thought, I don't think so, because it seems so obvious that he's the monster and the Duffer brothers are smarter than that. But I think it is definitely true that, well, I don't know if he's the monster, but he's definitely the host for something. Like something's happening. I just don't think it's going to be as clear cut as we think, because I was reading um, an interview with Dacre. Did I say his name right, guys? I did it. America. It's the first time. And he was saying that it's kind of surprising. Like there's some moments where Billy is super charming, which we've seen at the pool. There's other moments where he's very evil, which we know because he's going to capture Heather the lifeguard. I don't know to what end, but he said that in interviews. And then he said there's a surprising outcome and he's super excited to see how fans react to it, which makes me think there has to be something more than just he gets infected, he becomes the monster and that's it. I think there's got to be more to it. I don't think he's becoming the monster. I think he's definitely going to be a host like Will was in season two. Yeah, that's what I think. I think he is like a conduit to the monster and maybe Will is still connected in some way, but I'm excited for that. So yes, we were kind of wrong. I don't know. We'll see. I was right because I thought that it was Billy from the beginning and Ashley was like, they're too smart for that, but I am not smarter. I am not as smart as Ashley <laughs> and she had like, there was hers was more nuanced, her her theory. It just seemed very obvious yeah. and I just thought there's no way they're gonna, that's the whole show right there, but there's got to be something else happening and we know that there will be and we'll find out in six days. So it goes to Billy's eye, like maybe he's being possessed and then it goes to the this July 4th and the Stranger Things font with like the little fireworks and it says, oh, and then we see people in cool hazmat suits. It's a totally different look from seasons one and two. Well, I guess it's seasons one where Joyce and Hopper in the yellow hazmat suits. And it looks like it's the kids, which is kind of interesting. When you zoom in, it kind of looks like Mike and Will and Sadie and Dustin. But I don't think it's Dustin. Maybe it's Eleven because Dustin's probably off with Steve and Robin and Erica doing something. And then we see Eleven on a beach and she says, it's building something, which is so cool because I think it's building a portal. I think that's what it is. Because Billy is at the steelworks. Why would he be at the steelworks? Oh, that must mean Billy's the one in the mask, in the gas mask. Because I bet Billy is building the portal. You remember in the first trailer, we see like these electric shocks and this guy in a gas mask and he's kind of like being blown up and he's flying backwards. No, I do not remember that. Okay, guys, it happened. And, <laughs> and I bet that's Billy. I bet Billy is at the steelworks and he's being a conduit to the, he's the host and he's building this portal to bring in the monster. Did we just uh, figure it out? Okay, T. But Did we just figure it out? Should we be writers on Stranger Things sh- season five? Yes. That's a definite. Season five? What? season th- we haven't even had season three or four well season three's come out yeah, they've already got their out. writers in season four we're not ready yet guys we need a little <laughs> writing practice <laughs> i think they're only gonna have four seasons maybe five you know what's kind of interesting was on the press tours they did an interview i think it was at the mtv awards with finn and noah and gayton and they asked them like they asked them a very generic question and they were saying that they think there should be another season just to clean things up tightly it was kind of like how many seasons of stranger things do you think there should be and they were like oh there should at least be one more to kind of tie things up and then all these media outlets were like kids of Stranger Things only want one more season. And I'm like, that is not what they said at all. They did not say that. And then in the press quote, it was funny. I think it was on Yahoo News. It said, uh, Gaten Matarazzo, who plays Lucas. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I was like, excellent fact checking. You know, I think that that's what it's going to be. It's going to be Billy and he's building a portal because Eleven says he's building something. But anyway, we'll see. And it goes to Hopper's truck and it's in the woods. The hood is up. So it looks like maybe he has broken down. And then we see what we've been calling the Russian agent hunting him. So he's kind of like, he He's tracking Hopper. He looks at the ground. He's looking at something. And then it goes to Mike and he says, no matter what happens, we have to stop him. And this is where they do the thing that they're known for, which is like the quick montage as we see Jonathan and Nancy getting their guns. You notice that Jonathan and Nancy like get the guns every season. Yeah. Like it's always, they want to see Nancy with a gun in season one. She was out there and she was shooting with Jonathan. Well, I mean, okay, so. And in season two, you remember when they're going to fight something, Hopper says, who can use this gun? And Jonathan's like, I can't. And we had qualms with that because we were like, well, they shot guns in season one. And then 
then she's cocking the gun again in season three. Well, I guess they can't really give the guns to the minors. I mean, I know that they're fake, but when I was on set doing something, they didn't even want to give me a fake drink because they were like, you're under 21. And so maybe they, it's like a legal thing and they can't like, I mean, like the kids could use the guns, but it's just like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I think that they could. I don't think it has any, I think maybe it's just a choice. Yeah. You don't really want to see a bunch of kids with guns. And also the whole point of it is, is that the kids rely on Eleven and her powers. Yeah. Like they use their wits and she uses her powers and Lucas uses his slingshot. It just seems to be like a, a consensus, like a theme. Like that's what makes trilogy movies work so well or fail miserably. So it's just nice to see the Duffer Brothers do that kind of touch. They're yeah. like, Nancy's going to have the gun. Nancy's going to have the gun. Oh, look, it's Nancy with the gun again. So, and I like it too, because I think it's just showing that Nancy is, she's very dainty, but she's also kind of a badass and that's cool. Next shot is the Starcourt Mall and it's Lucas with a close up getting ready to fire that yellow slingshot, which we saw guys, we saw that live in person at the Carter Museum. And it was not as big as I thought it was gonna be. Although I guess when Lucas was holding it or Caleb was holding it in the show, he was probably smaller. They probably rebuilt another one like bigger for him now. Then we see everyone in the room, like in season two, where they're all in kind of like a low lit warm glow facility and it's panning around them. It's circling around them like they're preparing for battle. And then we have another narration and he says, and now it's time we're going to end you. We're going to end your friends and then we're going to end everyone, which is like, dang Stranger Things. Yeah, they they brought it down. It was so hype and so pumped. And then it was like, oh no, everybody going to be dead. And we just can't handle that. Yeah. (laughs) I cannot handle that. Kill Robin. I know it's like, I'd be so sad, but just like kill her. I like, she can take one for the team. They haven't known her that long. I think it'll be okay. What does Sting say? If you love someone, set him free. Oh. (laughs) Free, free, set him free. (laughs) You're listening to Sting's advice now? Look, the police are excellent. So then we go to Mayor Klein and it's showing the carnival rides and then we see Jopper. We see a close-up of Joyce and Hopper holding hands. Then we see flashlights. It's the kids or whoever it is in those suits again running through the mall or wherever they're at. And we hear Max, which is interesting as a narrator saying we're kids who are in danger and then it shows her crying and I'm so interested is she crying because Billy is hurt because even though he's mean to her he's still her family yeah and there's that tense pressure of like why couldn't we make it work maybe I could have helped him like that kind of thing or is it no that's definitely what it is that's what I was thinking or could it be Lucas I hope not I hope it's not because that I don't want any relationship drama this season I'm tired of it they're like 12 I definitely don't want to see a young kid in love with her first boyfriend have to see him be like dead yeah no <laughs> no no no, no, no. I, I definitely Netflix. don't think they killed him i think it's over billy but yeah i'm just curious what the scenario is then we see joyce she's grabbing for someone and then we see eleven's hand and will and mike are in the background so it's kind of reminiscent of season one where they're in the classroom and she's fighting off the demogorgon spoilers and then we go to eleven and hopper and they're having a heart-to-heart moment and she says i can fight and he says oh wait let's read it i'll be eleven and you be hopper I can fight. Better, better than any of us. No, no, no. You got to bring your best Hopper. I don't know. Go okay, okay. You voice. be 11 and I'll be Hopper. I can fight. Better than any of us, but I need you safe. Ashley drew a heart next to it and I actually <laughs> hate that. I thought it was sweet. When I was watching it, I was thinking, that's a sweet moment. I like that. He's really no, embraced. He, she needs to fight. Who else is going to fight? None of them else have, they don't no, have No, I'm powers. saying, I, am, I just like that moment. I thought it was a very sweet moment. But yeah, I agree with Tori. Like, Eleven has to fight. Like, there's no one else that's going to bring it down. Next, we go to Steve and he's pulling the green goo out of the container with Dustin. And he goes, you do the Steve. I don't even remember how he says it in the trailer <laughs> just do your best joke here do your best steve i don't even know a good St- ashley i'm not an impersonator man 
to, Tori's the actress. I can't even act. I'll Acting. do it. I'll do Steve. Here we go. Go ahead. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my girlfriend Tori? Uh, so I'm curious what this I'm right here. What do you think? What do you think the green goo is? What do you think it is? Ectoplasm. Kilby's here. Kilby, what do you think the green goo is? From Ninja Turtles. Oh, you think it's the ooze? Mm-hmm. Hmm, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I mean, it could be Ninja Turtle ooze because that is from the 80s original. I was also wondering, have you ever seen the movie The Reanimator? No, I don't know what that is. Okay. I like B movies, and there's this movie called The Reanimator where this guy develops this kind of like green green goo or green gel and it basically brings deceased bodies back to life not like it's bringing them back from the dead but it's not making them zombies either but it made me that was what I immediately thought of it just kind of looked like that the way Steve was holding it and the way the Duffer shot it and I looked it up and that movie was filmed in 1985 so it would be interesting if someone dies and the green goo brings them back like maybe Billy dies and rescues everyone and it brings them back I don't know what they're gonna do with it but that's what I thought of there's also a movie I don't know if you've ever seen this this stuff I've seen parts of it I remember it scared me when I was a kid. Well, the green, yeah, the green stuff. No, no, no. The, and the stuff, it's white. It's so it's like the stuff is this movie where there's like this white goo that like flows from the ground, and for some reason they decide to market it and let people eat it. And one of the funniest things is when this guy leans down on the ground, and there's all this gross white goop on the floor, and he like puts his finger in it, and he licks it, and he goes, "Yeah." And it's like, "What are you doing, licking stuff yeah. on the ground?" I can't. I'm probably saying that wrong, but basically, people eat it, and it turns them into zombies. And I don't think the Buffers are gonna bring zombies into the thing, but that's also a 19. 1985 movie and then there's also a movie from 1985 John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness which has to do with goo but it's like the goo makes people evil so I don't know again I don't I feel like the reanimator is maybe the closest thing that it could be and other than that I have no idea what it could be used for because I'm trying to think of it in the context of the show not just like in general the Duffers aren't gonna have zombies like they already have enough things so I don't know I don't know what it could be do you have any thoughts what you think it is no idea I think the reanimator is probably the closest um, I'm trying to remember the scene. I don't remember the entire trailer all the way, but like, I don't know. So well, I'm gonna, Demogorgony. yeah, I'm gonna, so I'll go through it. I will go ahead and continue. So then we see the guy in the mask and he's by a portal. Now I'm more convinced than ever that Billy is the one that he's at the steelworks building a portal to bring and the monster I, in. If you're not convinced that it's Billy, I cannot wait for July 4th because Ashley is always good at predicting things that happen in movies. It's, it's so annoying to watch things with her. She's like, I already know what's going to happen like 10 minutes into the movie. So I'm a hundred percent sure she is correct about this. I'm trying to think if there's a movie that surprised me recently like I remember guys this is a spoiler for The Sixth Sense which is an <laughs> old movie but if you have not seen it turn your earbuds away we were watching it in five minutes and I was like oh Bruce Willis is dead <laughs> and everybody was like shut up and then at the end they're like you've seen this you can I was like no I don't know what it is like people are like you should write Duffers I should write no, Tori th- should act rem- my first scene Steve walks in he meets a beautiful girl with sometimes red sometimes brown hair <laughs> sometimes red sometimes blonde sometimes pink sometimes green no, that reminds me of that joke from Sonny where um, he was still grieving over the loss of Robin. Where they where they were talking about like twists at the end of movies, and he was like, at the end of the Sixth Sense, you find out that guy the entire time he was Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, that was not the twist. I hope I'm wrong because it's much more fulfilling for me when they trick me. But when I figure it out, it's like, oh dang, son. So we'll just see. And I don't know. Do people say, oh dang, son? No, anymore? they don't. They do not. <laughs> Let me say it like Hopper. Oh, dang, son. 
Who is that? Hire me for voiceovers. Like a, that was my ranch. southern. That was my southern hopper. They're not even from the south. Him and Joyce have migrated. Okay, so then we go again to the kids on the hill, and this is this time they show the military flying overhead. So we know the military is coming somewhere. I guess maybe they're flying to Starcourt Mall. Like something huge is gonna happen. We see Hopper, like a very quick scene of Hopper fighting someone, which again I think it's the Russian guy. And guys, I don't know if he's a Russian guy. We're just going with the theme of the show that it's during the Cold War, and it seems to be like the theme. So who knows? And then we see Billy's car racing towards the Starcourt Mall, which is really Max, it's Max driving. I can oh yeah, it could be Max driving, or maybe Billy. Oh maybe Billy. Okay, let's do a fan theory. So maybe Billy. He's working in the steelworks. He creates the portal. He brings the monster in, and he realizes that he's done like this atrocity. It knocks him out, and then Steve and Dustin and Erica and Robin are out and about. They find him. They put the green goo in him. It brings him to his senses, and then he races to the mall, and that's why Max gets upset because he sacrifices himself to save her. Guys, if that is right, we're gonna have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) You're just spoiling it for everybody if it is right. That's a guess. It's a legit guess. I do not know. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Then we see Eleven to Mike, which you all love and you've seen it because all the kiddos have screenshotted it. It's, I need you to trust me. Yeah, girl. That was what Mike said. He said, he was yeah, like, girl. He's like, dope. So he said, okay, shoddy. <laughs> <laughs> he did not say that. That'd be awesome. I want to hear. First, let's get on your bed. I want to drink some new Coke first. I want to hear Finn Wolfhard say shoddy. So bad. I want him to call Eleven shorty okay and so then we see (laughs) the kids and they're storming through the doors with eleven it's a very popular scene it's where eleven is leading the gang and she busts open the doors Uh, and the flashing lights and we see the monster over nancy and she looks horrified like the monster looks real close to her she's got that maybelline mascara just dripping down her face and then we see jonathan and then it's gonna be like predator or i don't know if it's predator whatever the thing is where the little head comes out of like the giant alien and it's gonna be billy's head and that's alien dude alien great (laughs) i don't know there was alien So in Alien, it's going to be Billy's head and Billy's head's going to pop out and he's going to say, actually, Nancy, I have a crush on you. And then he's going to do that thing where he tries to put his mouth really close to her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Then we see Eleven in the cabin and she is summoning something. You know what's really crazy to me? Did I say this in another episode about how the farm that they used in season two was giving tours of the cabin, which we've already seen the exterior, but they're actually giving private tours now of the interior, but it's for $300. No thanks. Yeah, hard pass. Maybe we'll be like, hey guys, we're, we're media. I don't think that'll work. I would love to sit inside the cabin and do an episode if they would let us do like a live thing from the cabin, but not for 300 bones, y'all. And then we see the portal again. It's just like the portal is built up. It's getting magnified. We see Lucas with his slingshot again. A lot of Lucas slingshot action and I love it. Caleb forever. Lucas forever. We see Max crying again. We see Billy in the hallway. Something is definitely wrong with him. I think it's maybe when he's first getting um, possessed or starting to get sick because he's kind of stumbling around. We see Will grabbing his neck again. We see Max looking around. She's next to Mike. They're definitely with the gang, but it's just a close-up of them looking up. Something is happening. And then we see Dustin say, here, do your Dustin. Holy mother of God. No, that's terrible. I'm not you even, I was, I was gonna you try to, I was, I was trying to picture Dustin's voice in my head, but I can't. I can't. I can't do Dustin. <laughs> then we see Eleven with the bloody nose and a pan of the exterior of the mall, which looks so cool. And I'm still kicking us that we haven't, that we went to the mall in the day to look at it, but we never went at night. Like, why didn't we go at night to see it lit up? Um, and you can't go now because there is security everywhere. And we wouldn't go anyway because we know not to. Then we hear the, it goes to black and we hear the monster noise. Oh, let's do our monster noises, our alien noise. Ready? <laughs> 
Yours sounds like I actually, when I was in school, the lady who does the voices for Aliens, she actually came, like it was part of a classical music program and she came to the studio or the the stage and she walked around and she basically just did this. But it's a lot, it's like higher pitched. I don't know how they do it. She did it for like an hour and people were walking out, but I stayed because I was like, you know what? She must be doing something because she gets a lot of money and that noise is pretty famous. But that's why I'm so good at it, guys. Then we see Lucas, Nancy, and Jonathan and Will behind the red car. And then we also see the other kids hiding together. So I'm kind of curious what happened so that Lucas, Nancy, Jonathan, and Will got put together. That's kind of an interesting combo. That's his brother. (laughs) I always forget that they're brothers. Right, but like it shows them with the other I guess they all meet up later and then we hear Dustin on the walkie talkie going I repeat that's my static guys this is a code red and then the monster look that's my static I'm available for voiceovers and then the monster's foot smashes it which was kind of funny but not funny funny but kind of like what like the monster smashing it how would the monster know to be like you know what I don't want this kid given that warning I'm gonna smash this uh, and then it goes to the Stranger Things logo and I mean how are your feelings how did you feel when you watched that? Um, pissed. I can tell you that Kilby went, this is scary. Like, she was, usually she's all in for whatever the trailers are, and you guys will hear from her in a bit, but this one, she was, she didn't want to watch it. She was kind of afraid of it, and she's never was afraid of Stranger Things. When I saw this? Yes. No, you were in the room next door to me. Oh, okay, so this is the one time. You, you're like, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's coming, seven minutes. Because you remember we ran into the bedroom, we ran into the hallway, and I was like, how's the Demogorgon talking? And you're like, Ashley, that is Billy talking. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what? No, but um, I there should have been more Steve, and that's all my thoughts on that. It just made me sad because I really enjoyed the first few trailers because they were fun. And I mean, there's always going to be something. They've said it's going to be very gory, and you know it's going to be fun because there's those scenes with Max and Eleven where they're dancing. But then you know there's the sad scenes because there's Mike with Will like we're not kids anymore and it's just you know and then Noah was it was it on the Jimmy Fallon show when they said describe the show in one word and Max was like fun and Noah said sad and I think Gayton said maybe bigger and Caleb said gory and Finn I don't know you guys I don't don't know don't be salty (laughs) but yeah so it just made me feel sad like I don't I know it's a TV show and generally uh, I think Tori will tell you I am a robot I do not get affected when I watch movies we were watching this Andre the Giant documentary Documentary, which is so good on HBO. I highly recommend it oh if you like God. 80s. And it was so sad at the end. And I was like, Ashley, every three <laughs> seconds, they would say something like, and he died. And like, they'd just be talking about how he was dead. And she was like, sad. Spoiler. So sad. Spoiler for Andre the Giant sad. being yeah, dead. Yeah, spoiler from the 90s. You can't have a, do you realize our life is not Guys, a TV show? You can't have a spoiler yeah, I'm joking. In real life. <laughs> I'm joking. No, um, she was just like, sad. So, like, so sad. I was like, sad. 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 But I think if you, I feel sad. like I, I feel like I moved my voice. I was like, sad. 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 No, I was like, sad. <laughs> that is what I was saying. Did we already tell you guys about this when we saw Carrie, Mayor Klein, Tori's boyfriend, if she was 25 years uh, older and he wasn't married he to his loving wife? He was 25 years younger. <laughs> he was telling us a story about Andre the Giant and about how Andre the Giant just let out these farts that smelled so bad. And it was weird because that was in the documentary. And I thought, spoilers, we already knew this. Yeah. Carrie, our best friend Carrie, already told us. Uh, that's a great documentary. But yeah, so I'm. Who did he say was cute? I can't remember. Was it Victoria? That makes me mad. Oh, no, he didn't say she was cutie. He liked the shirt. Wow. He liked our podcast shirt because Victoria was wearing the one that said Stay Strange with the Demogorgon smiling in the mm-hmm. little shirt. And he was like, oh, cute. Oh, ladies, give me a hug. Ladies. I'm not, I can't do I British. I give him a hug. gave him a hug. <laughs> hug. And Tori was like. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it has me a little worried. But again, you know, I don't want to be at the end of Stranger Things being sad. <laughs> 
Um, but let's go on to something else. We also got a trailer for the fun fair. This will be super quick because the trailer was super quick. It said Mayor Klein's fun fair July 4th, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And 11 a.m.? What fair opens that early? A lot of fairs do if they're like carnivals for the day because that's when families can go and then all the kids go at night. I guess I'm not awake until like 1 p.m. So I don't really know what time fairs That open. is true. And I am up at 6 a.m. So I'll be at that 11 a.m. opening and I'll be on the rides first. And by the time Tori shows up, I'll be long gone, guys. Actually, well, Take the Gravitron, though, because she is... Oh, dude. Has motion well, let's go I th- love the Gravitron. Let's That's go through my it. favorite one. So let's go through it and we'll get to the Gravitron. So we see Eleven... So it's basically Mayor Klein, like he's doing an ad for Hawkins for the fun fair that's coming. And there's a part when it's fuzzy and it says, go all the way to the upside down. And it's, you can see Eleven very quickly sinking and you can see the monster in the static. And then it shows the Gravitron, which the Gravitron, so fun. My favorite ride. It makes me so sick. I have like a really big nausea problem, guys. I am on Dramamine all the time. Okay, so I have kind of a nausea problem. Not Definitely not as bad as Ashley, but it moves so fast that it doesn't really even feel like it's moving you're just like pressed down onto your seat and trying to move off See, of it is the best part if you just lay there of course you're gonna get sick you i don't have to like fight that. it and move your arms up oh my god it's so fun i don't want to feel trapped by anything and when you're in there you're like I am trapped I cannot move I'm also gonna be vomiting in 15 minutes but yeah we both went on the Gravitron and it was really cool to see that that being an extra on the carnival scenes was so amazing we have to ask someone that we knew no I bet they had some extra scenes because they had those shots at the very end of the other one where the kids are riding what's that thing where you like go around in circles I actually do like that but I bet I'd throw up with it I don't know that thing that you sit on like a snowmobile and goes and it goes around in circles no it goes in circles and it goes up and down but it goes in circles and it plays music. If you saw it, you'd know what I was talking about. But I think that they definitely had some a day where extras were out. But I bet that would have been fun. Then we see this, um, there's a part that says, you know, ride on the Ferris wheel and see the new Starcourt Mall. And we see the wheelers. We see Mrs. Wheeler. We see Holly and we see Ted together and they're having fun, which is kind of cool because it's like, yeah, Ted, get out of the house. Take your family to the Hawkins Fun Fair. And then we see Mayor Klein and, oh, there's a part where they're kind of like, breaking it down into segments so it's kind of like up at the top they'll show caramel apples and then they'll show somebody getting popcorn and then they'll show I don't know Uncle Sam or whatever if you look in the top left hand corner it starts off with Mayor Klein it's very small and he's like putting his arms around some teenagers or something and he's taking like a picture with them and if you watch it right at the end right as it's about to transition Hopper walks by him Mm. like you just see the back of Hopper walk by him I was like that's an interesting shot they must you know I don't know it's just a nice little touch and then at the end of the trailer it says or the commercial it says don't be a stranger you know what else about the fun fair that's pretty exciting is if you live in Santa Monica this weekend, well, by the time you hear this episode, it will be long done. But for two days, they're going to be turning the Santa Monica Pier into an actual fun fair. Nice. I've seen pictures of it. It looks so amazing. We actually have some street team members who are going to go down there and take some pictures for us. I'm stoked. Kyle Lambert, you guys know him as the poster artist for Stranger Things seasons forever. He is going to be there as well. He's a good guy. I bet he'll send us some pictures because he generally takes pictures. So if you're there, we're super jealous. Like, why can't they do that cool stuff in Atlanta? Like, this is where they film it, which is, I guess maybe that's what they're thinking. They're like, if you're a Stranger Things fan and you live in Atlanta the whole year that they're here you get to run in with the cast and you get to see some of the set but we need more Joe Keery and finally we got what we have all been waiting for Priya a clip with Erica with the new people I feel like we might get one more because we still haven't gotten anything with the reporter guy Bruce so we start off and it's Dustin or someone saying we could be true American heroes oh it's Dustin and Dustin says to Erica don't you love your country and she goes you can't spell America without Erica and we were just laughing so hard at that I think Josh probably laughed the hardest. Yeah, I've never heard Josh (laughs) laugh that hard. He thought it was so funny. Yeah, I think we had to pause it. You know, what's funny is I'm really proud of Tori and I because a year ago we 
had the idea to make a podcast shirt where we were like, we think Erica and Dustin should team up and go on adventures. And we had like a Nancy Drew type cover made. And, and it was we like, knew. We and it was, predicted it. And it was Erica in the woods and she was like trying to lure a dart in or a baby demogorgon or a demo dog with a three musketeers bar. And then Dustin was like behind the woods in the trees watching her. And I thought that would be such a cool team up. Um, that shirt is available in our store for $13 if you want it. But we always thought that that was going to be something cool. And then when it showed them together as a team, I was like, yes, nailed it. We did it just like that other Netflix show. Then we go to Millie. She's in the cabin and she's like getting ready to summon something. Something's happening. And we see Steve playing the flute. And, what? And the, yeah, he's, well, not the real flute, like his little hand flute where he's like, I, did, I, must, I saw this commercial. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, there was an extended trailer that came oh, out today too. Well, okay. the, it was in this. This was in it. But it, it's basically like Dustin's coming back and he says to Steve, he got the job. And he's like, I got the job. And then he comes out and he's like, playing like it's a little fake flute. And then we see Mike and the gang in the room spinning. We see the kids through the doors again. We see Billy at the pool. We see Hopper again punching the Russian dude. I think a lot of these are, it's nice because it's new and it's edited in a different way, but it's kind of the same content. So they're not giving us too much. We're still kind of seeing it, but like in a different light. And then we see a station wagon spinning out at the Bradley's Big Buy. And then we see Eleven and she's like by the Egos in the freezer section, which is funny because Egos is doing a promotion right now where they're re-releasing the 1985 Egos boxes. So you can collect those, which is kind of cool. So maybe that's, you know, how earlier you were saying you bet Max was driving Billy's car to the star court. Maybe like they're driving the station wagon because somebody's got to be driving 11 yeah. to that to that place to do that. Then we see Lucas again with a slingshot. We see the kids on the hill. And then we see our favorite shot of Priya crawling through the tunnels totally a John McClane moment. Please have her light up a match and say something. We see Nancy with the guns. We see more of the city. We see the rats. We see Hopper and Joyce running through the carnival. We see Steve and the goo again. And we see, this is I think one of the times they've shown it the clearest. We see the lifeguard Heather and she's like screaming and she's either going into the upside down. Maybe Millie is seeing this in her head. Maybe Millie is seeing something that's going to happen and it's like Billy standing over her. You can just see, slightly see the back of Billy. And then we see the jazzercise butts. I think I know a lady whose butt that is because she screenshotted it and posted it on our Instagram. But how do you ask your friend, hey, is that your butt? You know what you do? You just ask her and that's what I'm going to do. Oh, and then we see Joyce and the lightning, Mayor Klein, and then we see the monster. So it's a lot of rehashing of the same info that we've seen. I guess rehashing isn't the right word because that is implies like something negative. I like it a lot and I like that they're giving it to us in different ways. It's like you can't get a feel for how the series is going to be. It seems like it's going to be a lot of fun and it seems like Billy is going to bring a lot of darkness and it seems like it's going to be really scary. But I hope it ends on a positive note. I don't don't want to see anyone die and I bet if anyone dies watch for the next episode and let's see if that goo like right brings them back to life or something or if someone dies it's gonna be Billy Heather. Billy Heather. well Heather I'm talking about. about from the main people yeah then I have no idea I feel like it would be Billy I hope it's none of the I mean I don't feel like in order to make a TV show like good or memorable you need to have a main character die I know that some people do that but I really hope that they don't I mean in Harry Potter I kept thinking they were gonna kill off one of the main people I mean I read the books but when I was reading the books I was like which one of these three is gonna die not really they lived in old age yeah I mean but I think it it's still it's nice like it's a good you want to see those kids I feel like they could end this series at season four or five and then Netflix could wait like six years and they could come back with a movie and show all the kids and where they're at now yeah six seasons in a movie community but yeah I don't have any closing thoughts do you have any closing thoughts more Steve I'm very excited (laughs) stay strange (laughs) 
Thanks for listening to the Upside Down Podcast hosted by Sisters Ash and Tori. For more information, visit our website at theupsidedownpod.com. You can also contact us at theupsidedownpod at gmail.com as well as follow us on our Facebook and Instagram under the Upside Down Podcast. Episodes are released every other Monday, so be sure to subscribe. If you love the podcast, be sure to review us on whatever you listen to us on. Thanks again. Stay strange. Kilby, so you saw the new trailer and you thought it was scary. How come? Because of Millie. You mean Eleven? Why? What was scary about no, her? No, no, because of who was turning into the Stranger Things, the Megorgon. Oh, Billy? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that was scary, wasn't it? Because his eyes looked like cats. They did look like cats. That's a great observation. What else did you think about it? Um, The mutant gen looked like Ninja Turtle mutant gen. Oh, the mutant Mm -hmm. Look at you with your big words. (laughs) Guys, we should be in college. What else? I meant that in a good way. I love you. What did you think about Erica? Um, Erica. You love Erica, don't you? Mm -hmm. You want to meet her? Yeah, and her has me a toy. (laughs) She does. She wants to do something special for you. It's a Nintendo Switch. Okay. I doubt Priya bought you a Nintendo Switch, but if she's listening, we'll see. Any? What are you excited for about about the new season? Anything? Um. Yeah. What? I'm excited for the. I know you want to see Max, uh, right? Uh huh. But I, I'm excited for the new the Demogorgon gets to talk. Oh yeah, but that's that's a narration. That's Billy. We're not sure if the Demogorgon's gonna talk. We think it's Billy as like a host, and he's gonna be talking, and he's gonna be a bad guy. What else? What do you? That's what you're excited for to see the to see the monster talk. What else? Because I never saw the monster talk. What else? It's gonna be good. Wait, I'm gonna put on some Stranger Things. Music.